Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the HSBG Podcast. I'm your host, Educator Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, it's uh, it's another another week in the. It's I another guess... week, another podcast. Yeah. Let's go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how are you, my man? I'm doing well. Doing doing decent. You know, living living life, whatever that means. But yeah, got um. There's no, there's no patch this week, Shady. This, this podcast. What do we do? We're doomed. We've it's, been, we've been falling on our crutch on reading the patch notes for yes, the last, you know, month yeah. and a half. Now we don't know. We've lost all of our podcasting. Students. It's like these devs have lives and stuff, and they do stuff over Christmas. How, how dare they? Ridiculous. How dare yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we don't have a podcast, but we, I mean, not. We don't have patches, but we do have like meta discussions kind of things, right? It's it's kind of nice because normally uh, the meta kind of changes every couple of weeks just because they adjust stuff. They they try to tweak the over performers and they try to they don't really buff the underperformers. That's not something they do in this game much, but they do kind of nerf the overperformers. So we kind of have more of a grasp of what's good. Right. Sometimes um, I would say patches or, or metas don't last long enough because you don't have the time for it to settle, time for people to adjust, kind of deal with the OP um, and then, you know, have that like this is the strongest thing. So maybe I'll build just to counter this thing. Right. Um, but we do have the time this time. So it'll be maybe more accurate in our analysis of the meta mouse of what you should be doing, some of the fun strats, some of the maybe lesser known things that are pretty good. So this should be a pretty informative one overall. Oh yeah, for sure. These are in a way like my favorite. These are more the the nerdy, nitty gritty, (laughs) Hearthstone Battlegrounds. You're a nerd, damn. I am, yeah. yeah. I guess you could say geek, but it's definitely (laughs) nerd as well. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Huh. Top performer is... I guess that makes sense, honestly. Never mind. I'm not even. <laughs> I, these these make sense, except for maybe Putricide, which. I... Right. So for for people listening, um, right, Colin, right. Collins and That's I are fair. looking at a uh, list of hero win rate. So this is something that we pull up quite often in these discussions because it it makes for very easy jumping off points because hey this hero is performing really well why is this hero performing really well well the meta is like this and that and that's why it's good so that's uh it's very easy so the um i I think there's a there's a bit of a pattern where it's not like soup it's not like every hero but um if you were to look at some heroes that you would not expect to be in this let's say top 10 uh, is there anything that jumps out to you? Like, what's what's causing this uh, shift in, in viable heroes? Well, a lot of these are heroes that can get six drops. Uh, it seems um, in in general, like um, the ones that jump out, I guess, would be putricides. Yeah. Um, what else would jump out to me? Blackthorn, but not really. But Blackthorn would jump out to me. Um, the new Kurtris makes sense. The old Kurtris, no, but this one, yeah, I can see it. Nazat's OP, Galakron makes sense. Omu, you can make, you can get a six. Maiv, you can get a six. Cookie, you can get a six, but it takes more work. But you can also force beasts with that, so I mean, that makes sense. 
Um, right. The the thing that I would, I mean, obviously it's unfair because I, I play Shutterwalk. a lot. Right? It's also <laughs> something that would take. Care. Shutterwalk is just demons are in. So the Shutterwalk I, is I just like, you. I have a picky eater. I now don't lose fights. <laughs> oh. Right. So that that's just a very good thing to pick when demons are in. Yeah, but what what jumps out to you? So uh, Putricide, Chenvala, Phelan. Why Chenvala? Even... I feel like Chenvala makes sense. Second um, highest win rate hero, Chenvala makes sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, I, you okay, are a Chen play. I was a big Chenvala fan. I understand yeah. that, but let's be real, Collins. In a world where scabs exist you know that, and you know all that. that. Le legitimately, like, w during the metas where Chenvala was good, I thought it was, like, the best hero in the game. But no one else was agreeing with me. Yeah, so but I'm that's not surprised. But, to see but that this, was also you know, very specific. I think Chenvala with Buddy, I think that's what you're talking about, right? Chenvala um, with even, Buddy was even in completely the non -buddy metas, per se. Okay, I, but, now now you've lost but, me because but ex especially especially the Buddy meta that was like very that was like too easy. Right? Yeah, but, like oh, I guaranteed get an elemental in my shop. Oh, leveling is cheaper when I've played the elementals. Huh. I wonder if I just spam a bunch of elementals a level for free if that's gonna work out well. Like, turns out it does. Yeah. What what in particular is making Shambhala good right now though? Well, it's the uh, it's the ability to ditch your hero power. So the ability to pay three gold. So you gold, ramp and then you throw it away. Yes, anything that you can just it's basically it's it's not quite pump and dump. That's something else, but that's what it feels like. Just you know, Omu race up the tiers. Thank you, hero power. I will now be Lich King. Oh goody, uh, Putricide. Spam creations. Oh, I've ran through all my creations. Well, that's fine. I'm a Reno now. Wee. <laughs> so, well, you're you're yeah. still um, you're still mostly going elementals with Shambhala. Oh, of course, so. yeah. You just, but I mean, you get to uh, you get to level like crazy, mm -hmm. right? And but the issue with Shambhala is once you're on tier six, that thing is 100% dead. Dead. Hmm, yeah, I just see. beyond like it does. It doesn't even light up. It does anymore. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't. It's not even for show. Like the thing just stops working. So, uh, just being that and then turning into an Alakir or turning into Arena or just anything that you can really leverage. And and you can do like switch into Arena and then after you switched into Arena, you switch into something else and like, yeah, that's it's quite silly. That's fair. That that is that is a fair distinction from normal unspelled meta symbolo where you don't get that benefit of see the thing is like if i'm on tier six i'm like already good right like you know what i mean so i guess it didn't matter to me per se because like oh i'm on tier six like a faster than other people while still being healthy i'm good right where i i guess for the normal situation you kind of need like a little bit of a bump um to kind of get there at, at that point so I can see I can see why it's doing better than than normal even even when I rated like quite high compared to other people. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair because I mean I've I've always had my heroes that I do a little bit better with, but just to see it, so you know. I've seen the my stats right, and Shavala is super high. <laughs> so I I know it's not like a lie or anything. I well, I mean I'm the same it. for Vol'jin, right? Like Vol'jin yeah. got completely butchered, right? They completely changed his hero power. It's yeah. so bad now. Uh, but old Vol'jin, right? Like my stats on old Vol'jin were just 
I mean, first exactly. was my most common placement by far. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just firsts. Because if you survive the early game as Vol'jin, you just get to like, oh, Lyabatitis, but it's huge. Like, <laughs> I have a Gleaf, but it's huge, right? It's just, everything's huge. So it's just such a, yeah, comfort level is a big one. Yeah, um, so. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, I can see the switch the ability after you're done. Yeah, like fail in, get all your shit, then switch. Chen leveled and switch. Future side, get all your shit, then switch. Shutterwalk so, is just like. So eh. literally, is is literally all of them because you can switch or like like eighty percent like. Oh, well, yeah, okay, so so Nazoth is number five just because beasts are top 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 tier. Yeah, yeah, Nazoth makes sense. Yeah, uh, if, if you find a spore bat, it's heaven, right? Because like your fish now also copies that spore bat. It's if you have a reborn on the spore bat. If fish copies two spore bats so now you have four spells it's, it's silly 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 uh Kurtras, i'm going to be honest i don't really play or see that much so this one is it's only 30 35 pick rate as well which is significantly lower than a lot of the others here uh but but i'm guessing it's just um you know maybe you with certain certain spells good. giving you a bit more buying power right so let's say you do have spell generation that spell generation gives you money and that extra money gives you the chance to buy three units in in one turn which makes it a lot easier you just uh, get two cali girls to shady it's so it's so simple like cali yeah this man yeah. doesn't play the meta. Yeah. Now, I mean, what? you can. <laughs> you I've, I've played some Cali here and there, but uh, this is a you know the death rattles rule now, old man. Like Cali, <laughs> get your Cali out of here. It's, you just uh, get two rock rocks. It's simple. Like I had a game recently where I was on tier five and I had zero death rattles, and I still bought two chickens. And won that game. <laughs> well, you had two chickens, okay? That's all you need. So like, power level to five, I had two chickens. Like, the second chicken was also bought with zero death rattles on my board. Let's and, make and that by clear. the way, yeah. if you're playing... If you're playing Kurtis, you have three chickens. So I'm just saying. Like, that's <laughs> yep, that's that's why. Kurtis would have had a golden chicken, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so death, death rattles are very good. Uh, Galakrond makes sense. You have... Uh, so there is there is a win condition with Galakrond where if you hit Nala, you're essentially top two, very likely top one, because Nala, assuming that Lubber is in, Nala on tier two, you pick Lubber, suddenly every single spell you cast is plus two, plus one on all your types. And let's just say you play a whole lot of spells when you're playing Lubber, right? You're playing Coin for free. You're playing Hasty Excavation, which makes you a gold. You're you're doing the book for the free rerolls. Yeah, so Nala and Galakrond sort of automatically top twos when you have Lubber in the lobby. Uh, Omu makes a lot of sense as well because same as before, you level to six and then ditch the hero power. Maiev is also really good because, as you mentioned, she is good at grabbing a six drop. But you can just hero power six gold spells, five gold spells, get them two turns later in your hands. That is real, like Golden Touch, just hero power that sucker. Like one gold for a Golden Touch, two turns later is still a very good deal. So it's just a very nice hero power to keep. Um, then, yeah, I think that's sort of the interesting one. Then, bit bit down there, we have Terran, which makes a lot of sense because beasts are doing so well. We have Snake Eyes, which, you know. Was, uh heavily nerfed in terms of armor she only has six armor so the the reason why she's not doing better is because she's dying <laughs> you get some bad rolls you, you can easily but she's still really strong she's really strong. high roll yeah, I, I i take snake eyes all the time yeah, um yeah. but but you can die now right like it feels way more fair with the 36 hp i, I definitely see guys top eight uh, quite often 
<clears throat> yeah, they're just they're just bad at the dice. You know? <laughs> yeah, if the dice is a little against you, you could be like, "Oh, I ran out of health." Whoops. Okay, that hell that that happens. I uh, like Straza yeah. up there. Huh? Yeah, same. Right, burn that hero power to get a new one. That's that. No, now no, what? That's not the point. You force dragons. It just shows you the dragons are viable because Alexstrasza oh. is up there. Oh, so I would do Alex Straza. I would get an Ignition Specialist for spell generation and then switch into Beast. <laughs> That's how you're, I play that hero. You're destroying the sanctity of this. <laughs> I do the same right on Future Side. It's so dumb, right? I do like creation, 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 like on tier three or tier four. Sometimes, like today, I had a game where I was able to, uh, the curve just worked really well. So I was able to do use my hero power once on four once on five once on six and i did level i leveled all those turns because i got the coin guys right so i got all the money of course yeah, yeah. and and then after that it was just full beast switch because like okay why would i be you know you you can have a good 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 undead board with kalthazad and you have a good you have a good creation and then you make more of that creation that's absolutely possible but beasts are so bonkers that if beasts are in the lobby it's generally going to be better for you to just you know ditch your creations and be like hey i power level to six with this extra shit and now i can buy the gold right now i have the you know the chicken and all that so uh, it sounds to me correct me if i'm wrong that you have a favorite composition this <laughs> sounds to me it's a real problem, honestly. The uh, I have so many beast games for YouTube that I have, like, I just have games where I have, like, golden, gold ring, golden banana that I just, you know, quote-unquote throw into trash because I'm just like, I got five more of these lined up, right? I can't just show beast games. So, yeah, beast is, I, I think it's by far the strongest type. And I don't think I, that's anywhere near controversial. When I search by compositions top 20... There's actually something much like not much higher. There's something higher than beast. You know, you're would you like to gander? You're looking compass. So I know it, this is not accurate. <laughs> something that's higher. Yeah. Would you like to gander what what the stats are saying here? I mean, when we're looking at viability in the game, for me, it'd be Nagar Pirates, but yeah. And it's not either of those. Yeah. Okay. Let me know. <laughs> okay. It's undead right that's undead higher than beast in terms of average placement for top 20 percent which is above six thousand, so it's like so irrelevant yeah it's because it's because you the, the thing is you get you get a muros and a kelthazat and you're not dying yeah uh, yeah to be fair it has much lower first place than beast like the first place of beast is like you know nearing 20 percent where undead is like 12. Well, right? the, the so. issue with beasts is that you uh you actually so i don't think playing beast is super complicated don't get me wrong here mm -hmm. but right. uh you you need to understand if, you, if you're a high level player you end you understand how to leverage your board to get the maximum amount of spells right so you understand just how important a spore bat is you're going to roll past a lot of shit. Like, I think a lot of lower level players, they will buy a mech horse way too early. It's like, keep that mm -hmm. shit off your board, right? You want the chicken, you want the Titus, you want the spore bats. Uh, essentially, a good beast game, start of the turn is always 10 spells in hand. Spore bat? Yes. Oh, the spore, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah okay, I got spore bats. Uh, so the, the reason why spore bat is, in my opinion, the best spell generator in the game is because it's a death rattle. You and you can get undead on it. I mean, reborn on it. You can get reborn on it, but it's not yeah. even that important. It's chicken. 
and it's Titus Tribute. So Titus Tribute interacts with it because it mm-hmm. is a uh, death rattle. And of course, it makes more Titus Tribute. That's the silliest interaction, right? Like the Sporebat produces spells. If you start your turn with 10 spells in the hand, you know, you're not more likely to have it than not, but it's not super crazy to say like, oh, hey, another Titus Tribute. How nice. So the the, the reason why Sporebat spirals out of control so fast is that because it has a death rattle, it interacts with Titus, with Titus Tribute, and with Chicken. So even though the card is... Yeah, early sometimes, but you would kick that very quickly because you would know. have you know, more death rattles. But the... Um, that the 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 text on the spore bat is generate one spell, right? Mm-hmm. Not exact, but that's so a lot of people are like eh, like I buy spore bat on like turn eleven, like turn eleven I will put a five one in my comp if I don't have it yet. Like that's how important it is, because if you do have the reborn, if you do have the chicken, if you do have the titus, you just start your turn with ten spells in the hand. Now, when some of those spells are, make a golden minion, give something divine shield refresh your shop with only beasts right these are things you're getting for free your one turn is worth two or three of other people's turns so that that's why beasts are so absolutely insane is that a good beast game starts to turn with 10 spells in hand and if that's not happening you in your beast or that yeah the, 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 the thing is you you kind of need to you need to put a cap on it Right now, it's essentially uncapped. There's many games where if it, you know, okay, so it's capped at 10, right? <laughs> like it's capped, it's, capped, 10, it's yeah. capped at 10, right? But like, that's not much of a cap. Like we, we've confirmed that if you start your turn with 10 spells in that, that's pretty fucking good, <laughs> right? So, and, and the thing is like, you're not sacrificing much. You're sacrificing one board slot because a Titus, yeah. you're already playing a Titus. A chicken, you're already running a chicken. Like this is not a problem for you. Like you're a beast comp. You want Titus, you want chicken. So it's not making you weaker. There's no investment here. Whereas other comps, they still kind of need to, oh, I need to fit this Drakari and then this Ignition Specialist, the Milk like that. Or I have the Syllabus, which is really nice, but it's still discovering only one spell. Whereas Sporebat fits right in. It gets huge with the Goldren. It, get, you know, it gets supported by all the pieces you want already. And you're, you're getting your, your 10 spells. And, and if it wasn't capped, you would routinely start your turn with like 20 spells. Because, you know, once you have... Golden chicken, golden titus, double spore. Like I have to sell my second spore bat very often. Where you know, if I don't golden my spore bat, I end up selling the second one because I, it's just my hand overflows. I don't need the other one. Like once I have the golden chicken, the titus and stuff, I'm already getting ten spells off one reborn spore bat. So that that's that's what, in my opinion, is is pushing beasts so far ahead of everything else. Is they have such incredibly consistent and safe spell generation so you are working with way more resources which means you are able to golden your pieces much easier like the amount of times where i'm playing a beast game and i just have golden touch in my hand and i was like oh a banana let me buy the five other units because i have a bunch of cash and make a golden banana right that that happens very very often so yeah beast comps just end up having a a full full golden board very very routinely that does sound problematic. <laughs> it's pretty good, yeah. And it all it all goes down to the same thing. Spells generations OP. And it's still OP. And we haven't found a way to fix it. Hmm. 
it's really fun. So again, I I, I feel like yeah, I hear you. every hear podcast you. we have, yeah, 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 I'm a spell apologist, if you will. Right? I'm like, yeah, starting your turn with ten spells is really good, but have you tried it? It's pretty good. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> the game's a lot of fun. So, and I hear a lot but of it other, kicks yeah. out everything else. Is my like main issue. Like you can't yeah. really do like at least at high level you can't do much if you're yeah, not so, if you don't have any any levels of spell generation on yes your comp. yes that is that is true that is absolutely true that is that is essentially i i have a very basic structure in my head when i play the game right it's mm -hmm. get strong get spells then build a comp like that's the structure i follow in roughly most of the games of course you have to adapt and shit happens and sometimes you don't get it but in a in a normal higher mmr game that's the structure i will follow uh, save some HP, then get spell generation, and then, you know, use the spells to go into Golden Brand Pirates or go into Beast if you can, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And uh, I guess I'll allow it for now. I'm not really going to be saying the same thing every podcast, but it's something to, to think about mm -hmm. while we're uh, while we're here since, you know, we have time. But yeah, I mean, beasts do seem like by far the best thing to do. You think like just removing sport bat would would make it a lot like fairer compared to some of the other classes, or are beasts also just like, let's say you don't have sport bat, you're still like gonna be top fouring every game or more, that kind of thing. Beasts beasts are very very good, but if you remove sport bats, I I mm -hmm. think that spell generating uh, compositions. Would be will better. just be better just yeah, because yeah. you know if you don't randomly get hamuls and golden touches you're not running you just you lose the consistency right yes. like that's what the spell generation allows you to do right? yes. you get the hamuls and stuff and so i, I think the, the golden uh, minions and things the, the question for me would be if we remove all spell generation would beasts be on top because right now beasts have a distinct oh. advantage because mm. their spell generation is by far the best in the game so they the have best that incorporating an actual comp, you mean? Or do you just mean like best in the game? Like no, full stop. There's nothing better than Sporebat. Like, there, yeah, or no. Is it I, like you can easily I, incorporate Sporebat without like losing anything? At yeah, all? it's it's everything combined. It's the sheer number of spells the Sporebat puts out, tens mm. the max. Not a lot of things you're putting out the max. Like Every if you turn. Yeah, if you have you. if you have Seafarer and you're really popping off with pirates, okay maybe but right, yeah. the amount of risk you're taking on to make that work is far greater than just having a bat on your port and just like you know being strong the whole time yeah, yeah i'm so. not really seeing anything that can compete with beasts in general like even if you have like the best undead comp i don't think it's beating beasts even if you have the best naga comp i don't think you're beating beasts best cali you're laughing elemental you need some type of like tech doesn't even work right because like the mech that that met was single mech horse is killing your whole board so what do you even do yeah it it, it really um like i've, I've kind of come to so so there are obviously things that can beat a beast board right in a beast line. Sure, that, that happens uh, a lot of the time it's Giga Elementals, excuse me, someone that gets uh, Lubber with Azerite and then makes a huge, huge shop. And then they just use the, the Drake and then they trigger the Drake with the spell. 
so the drake eats the shop again and that's how you very very easily get you know a couple thousand on a minion thousand yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you can just tank um apm pirates that are yeah sorry guys my like, let me uh, see if I... it's okay <laughs> she's fine she just has to go to bed right this is just like i have to go to bed oh my god life is unfair all right so it's uh kids but the um uh like full full apm pirates that has access to a lot of buddies can do stuff like golden braggart and trigger the braggart and stuff so there's there's absolutely ways to outstead a beast board but we're talking about averages here and on average you're not beating the beast board so that's that that's it so the um the lobbies where beasts aren't in um believe it or not i actually don't really mind playing beast lobbies just because i i think it's a very enjoyable experience right when you're slinging a lot of spells <laughs> sure <laughs> right and when you're playing a non-beast game the game feels a lot slower right just like eh, eh, these like normal turns right so the uh, it's kind of like friend of a friend ish right whether you're playing friend of a friend or not friend of a friend but the um, <laughs> the 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 feeling I have a lot of the times in non beast lobbies is that it's a little bit more high rolly in that I need to just get the the right cards for the other comps that are strong. So uh, I'll elaborate with if you're uh, like demons are suddenly a lot better because you have access to bizarre dealer. Bizarre dealer makes the first spell you buy cost health. So if you have a solar winder, that's free. So then Bizarre Dealer is a way to cheat a lot of gold where you can buy a Golden Touch for free. You can buy a Buddy for free. Um, you can also have uh, like a sick, sick Naga comp where you run Drakari and you run Ignition Specialist. Uh, but you can hear that all those pieces, it's a bit uh, harder to get because if you don't have Solarwinder, you can't play Demons. And for those other comps, you kind of need to have, uh, you need to high roll your spell generation a bit more. I guess is what I'm trying to make clear here because the same rules still apply the people with spell generation will do better than the people that don't have spell generation so when sporebat is out sporebat is sort of the democratic spell generation if you will where most people can get a sporebat and you would run a sporebat right early game no matter what your board looks like but to get an ignition specialist you have to get a bit lucky to be able to buy bizarre dealers you had to have started with a solar winder Right, so uh, and other spell generation, I guess, is a trolley. If you have a very specific avenge board, you could do that. I've as never well. seen a trolley. It it happens. Oh. It happens. It's less popular, but it it's because it's hey, spell generation better than no spell ger- generation. So if you can make a trolley work, you, you'd still run it. But that that's my point. So the the game definitely feels very very uh, heavily towards. You have this pressure on you when you're playing, like. Oh shit! I don't have spell generation yet. Oh shit! I don't have spell. Like that's on your mind when you're playing. Like it's I'm almost like you're completing the spell generation quest every game. Yes, it's the checkbox. <laughs> I need yeah. something that makes spells. And when you don't have that, you just you just can't imagine what the other person's turn looks like. It's it's like that old spice ad. We're like, yeah. now look at their board. Everyone, now back to yours. Everyone looks at that. Absolutely. Yeah. This is what your board could look like if you had spell generation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. So. That's the uh, that's sort of the basic structure, I would say, for for most lobbies. The uh, so, but yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough thing to tackle because for someone, I, I guess you're a good example, right? You don't really play much of this meta, so for you, you look at it and you're just like, 
wire spells in. This is silly, right? This is no, causing no, 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 an easy problem. Not, I, hey, hey, <laughs> slow down there. Let's not put words in my mouth. I'm, I'm a fan of the fun line here. I'm just thinking, can it be more balanced, right? Like there's, be, because some archetypes just have spell generation and some archetypes have zero, like it's hard to recommend the ones with zero because you will always lose. You will all, almost always lose to the the people that have spell generation because you're just getting like 20 gold for free every turn. Like, what are you yeah. supposed to do? Like, so it's, it, it's tough. It, it's tough to make it in a way where you can have spell generation and it's balanced, right? But the fact that some spells cost six gold and you can get that for free off a yeah. score bat, like, and you can get 10 of those theoretically, right? Like <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to say, Hey, play something without spells, right? You know, you either need to tone down the level of spells, but I like the quality of the spells, or you need to tone down the duration, you know? Right, right, right. One's a lot easier than the other. What? And there's probably a third option that I'm not thinking about. Yeah, I was going to say. Other yeah, that's the, that's the obvious okay. third one, right? Yeah, you <laughs> just said it. What if we just, you know, because what's a type that just doesn't make spells? Um, Murlocs? Yeah, Murlocs don't do spells. Um, but I'm, like i don't know if i want to give murloc spells to be fair like <laughs> yeah murlocs are just there to like oh you're playing against Remind big guys it's time past, to scam. you know that's what it is i i'm, I, I'm down i won a murloc game today but it's just because i was scamming the people that were going lubber right so they had their big tom guy and i just like meet my belcher bam <laughs> just like Oh, get wrecked. <laughs> I, I had a Titus and a Belcher, and it was just like poisoning my whole board. And yeah, it was good times. But the, um, yeah, so the, the types that are not generating spells, they, they do feel far behind. And I think you can lump mechs in that because you might I feel that. Because that, that Avenge thing is not a mech comp. You're, like, you have Deflectos in the front. Your shit's not dying, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you're losing a bunch of shit when you're playing mech, you're doing it wrong, right? You, that, that's a Mega Buster, very specific. The obvious, the obvious thing is Magnetize, gain a spell at the end of your turn. Like, and, uh... End of mm. turn, gain a spell. It's a Magnetic. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That... Oh, they should hire you. <laughs> so, stacks with Drakari. Obviously, you know, we need to talk tier. We need to talk stats. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, of course. I don't hate the sound of that. You guys taking notes? Okay, let's go. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So, it could be that if we introduce even more spell generation, right? Then we, like, push it where it's too silly, the, too the stuff. Slow, but yeah. it's worth exploring, I'd say. The idea of um, giving the, because because you are, uh, I mean, it's it's a bit of a silly cap, but because you are capped at ten spells per per turn, uh, at least you know outside of. I'm C removing C phalanx. I'm just throwing this out there. I I can't let this live in my world. <laughs> right. Uh, you're moving. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, changing in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The issue, okay. God, I, I keep going back to this when we talk phalanx because they allow the interaction with KT. Yeah, and and because of that choice, you need to balance phalanx that it is not complete unplayable garbage, 
when it's on its own. But it's also not breaking the game when you have four goldens of them. <laughs> but the, the problem is it's breaking the game when you have four goldens. Of yes, so. exactly. Right. So, so it's like, like, you know, we're not doing that job very well for 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 four golden because this happens. You might say, like, when does that happen? Like every fucking Phalanx KT game that happens every fucking time. Right. Like I've had it multiple times this week. Golden chicken, four golden Phalanxes, Titus, Titus tribute. Start of turn is just like you see the board just go like. <laughs> it just stats, right? Because you have the, the four golden phalanxes all being triggered twice per chicken, and then also the bonus from the Titus, the bonus from the tribute. God forbid you have a golden Titus, right? It's yeah, you you just see your guys growing to 300, 300, 400, 400. And that's with a phalanx that is now only adding 4-4 four, four instead of, you know, 7-7. Seven, seven. Lightfang's uh, not in the game, is it? No, God. Lightfang yeah, would look at that. Imagine looking, Lightfang yeah. looking at phalanx and just crying <laughs> itself fuck, to sleep. Because it's permascaling now with the KT as well, right? Like, the permascaling part of it is, is not as stupid as the combat due to, you know, Chicken being in sync and chicken proccing on all the phalanxes. Calyx, uh, the KT is usually only proccing one phalanx, right? The, but the right, chicken procs right, right. every single phalanx, which is so insane. So yeah, I th you're absolutely right. That's that's still something. But I would say just because of how stupid beasts are, I don't see that comp as often. Um, right, because it's it's so much simpler. Just go beast, like, and that's that's yeah. honestly an issue too. <laughs> Because with beast with beast out, I don't think the phalanx is that much of a problem. Because chicken's not in, so you don't right, get that right. full it's, start of turn proc. Yeah. Once again, why is chicken a card? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, we, we have some. Hitting, we keep every week we hit against the same line. Where so you like? Oh yeah, discussion. you have chicken. Yeah. Why so is chicken a card? I don't th this is something that I'm not sure if we fully touched on that last time. But the uh, the tricky thing is that if they start balancing the game around chicken being in mm -hmm. let's say you just completely gut chicken or remove it mm -hmm. are death rattles suddenly completely unplayable and, well you and still have titus tributes right like yeah i wouldn't like that <laughs> i would yeah, I, I would I, I would actually much rather have them just remove titus tributes and, and right, start with that and right see what of happens. course that, that's fair I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> do my titus tribute rant again you guys can check any of the yeah, 27 yeah, yeah, previous yeah. episodes or yeah <laughs> Uh, you know, spells have been in for only three podcasts or so, but still, like, I think in every single one of those podcasts, I'll be like, this is not okay. <laughs> and let me tell you why it's not okay. So I'm not going to do that again. But the, um, that, that would be my obvious candidate. If we're talking just changes, like, remove tight distribute because... But it wouldn't yeah. solve the the beast issue just remove it. like you'd still have a really yeah you would you'd hurt it but i think it's still the best comp just, you'd still game. just force it yeah so yeah i, I think I it still is the that. best uh the yeah, um, if you remove yeah. that end of the end the chicken now now there's a discussion right like, it, but yeah if you remove chicken i think beast just completely falls apart because you yeah i see what you're saying it's so necessary, right? Yeah. Like you go from having like a 700, 700 mech horses to like 100 mech horses, <laughs> which isn't winning the game. <laughs> you have to, um, it depends on how many you spawn, right? You could do a lot of mech horses. Yeah, sure. But, but uh, the, uh, it's not as reliable. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing, the reliability. Like that, that's, that's how, why chicken is so strong. You are, you are taking a composition that is inherently 
combat luck based because your mm -hmm. shit needs to die in the right order yeah, and, and you're removing that you luck. are moving a huge portion of it not all of it right because your banana can still die before your mech horse and all that nah, but your banana has a shield on it so yeah you know <laughs> it also has reborn it's yeah 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 but quickly. it it can get wrecked by cleave if, i've had it happen but whatever sure. the, that, uh, that's fair yeah especially they cleave a death rattle and then your guy doesn't spawn with the reborn because mm. yeah, yeah but the uh <laughs> i was gonna say um the uh the, the thing is like because of the chicken let's say they have that worgen guy that could snipe your titus that doesn't even lose you the game because the ch the, the chicken has already procced the goldrin right so most of the titus work is already done at that time like is it better to keep it for the actual goldrin dying yes is it better to keep it in case you have enough board space to summon three or four mech horses yes but the main reason that Titus is there is to boost that initial chicken proc, so you get a lot of goldrum procs, so your tokens are big, so that when your tokens are dying, when your tokens start dying, and you have the banana to buff them, they are they're already massive. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so is I, there a solution? Well, I can see chicken being changed to not triggering every single death rattle. I think that's a very popular suggestion. I see that in my uh, YouTube comments all the time. I see it in chat as well. Like and, what? Trigger two death rattles or something? Uh, trigger adjacent or trigger just left or oh. just right. Something like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, that's 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 fair. Yeah, I think trigger thing. everything is just so bonkers, right? Because that, that hurts the phalanx comp very badly because phalanx wants to run many phalanx and you want to trigger all, all of right, them. Right, right. It it makes it so that you have to choose. They should hire the YouTube comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, I I think that is a fair thing to explore, right? Because right now it does feel like a bit of a cheat code. Like, oh, chicken, we're saved. Boom. Because yeah. I I can see it being you know right now it's hard to imagine because it's trigger all. So if you would turn it into trigger adjacent. That's a pretty big nerf, right? Because positioning mm. becomes a problem and you're only triggering yeah. two. But I could see chicken being trigger only one and still being relevant. Still being very good, yeah. At the that's end of, funny. At the end of the day, if you have a golden chicken that is only triggering your goldrun, that's kind of what it does in the end game, right? In the end game, you sell your spore bat. So if you have a golden chicken that triggers your goldrun twice. It, it might be hard to get to that point. Right, like without the like all the spore bats. Well, you would tr you would first do spore bat, I would mm. say in the early game right. you would do spore bat. Right. But yeah, you'd have to like make some decisions, <laughs> and maybe not gain a hand of ten spells no matter what every time. So um, I think that that's yeah, something it to could explore. Be just yeah. left and then golden is left right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, like that. Because I do think if it's adjacent, it's still like very good because that's still two and two is a lot of like. Two is a lot to trigger early game as well. Like that's probably gonna cover most things. So. It's funny, right? When you would think about printing a card that start of combat would trigger adjacent battle, uh, adjacent death rattles, you would say that's broken. <laughs> when you think about it, right? Like just you know, like it's it's hard to do it because chicken is a card. But if you right. would forget chicken was a card and you would just look at the current environment, it would be like. You couldn't be able to do that. Like, what if you would just proc Goldrin and Sparbat every fight? It's like, oh, that's what people are doing. <laughs> that's why they're winning. 
<laughs> so yeah. that's... what if you just proc phalanx every fight? Oh, yeah. Two phalanx. Two phalanx is every... getting proc every fight. That's insane. You can't do that. So I yeah, there is there's probably something there. All right. Yeah. I I'm down for left and then adjacent golden. Kinda like they did it for the other minion. Um Yeah, Murkai was over nerfed though. Uh, yeah, he was, but I I think you still want to have double. So I think we're either doing adjacent and then adjacent double adjacent, double. or trigger left once, trigger left twice for golden version. I th I think you re you want to have the double trigger as your reward for golden. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> would trigger left twice be better than adjacent? I guess. Yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. it would. Be, golden yeah, golden. It would be. Just yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, slam your golden golden as many times as possible in the end game. Mm. So you would you would take that deal for I sure. I see what you're saying, yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. I'm I'm you sold me on the double as your golden. Yeah. Yeah. The interesting though thing about trigger left, it means that you can't um can't easily have two chickens on your board. Right? Yeah, that you would wouldn't like you wouldn't be able to put a bat in the middle and trigger it twice. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that is that good? I mean, right now it's batshit crazy broken, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I guess that's a fair takeaway. That, but this is, um, this is the craziest thing, that if we're, if we're talking about it being adjacent, we would say that is an insanely good card, right? And just the fact... It is, yes. And, and that is, is a I agree. very, very substantial nerf to chicken right now, right? That is a very substantial nerf to chicken right now. So the fact that we are talking about it, would adjacent be too strong, is... It's silly that chicken exists in its current form. <laughs> that that's what we're saying, you know, because I kind of want to try adjacent, but it's because I like playing with it. But that still feels very strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if that changes much. That's my like right. It it, it, it changes it some stupid boards, but yeah, the yeah, the, but, but the, the bread and butter play yeah. pattern. Bread and butter is the same. The same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You you would just do Sporebath Goldrin and. Like right now, there's some cute stuff you can do with keep a board space open and spawn your Octo, stuff like that. You wouldn't be right, able to do right, that. Right. But um, yeah. It's not, that's not like game chain. Like, no, it's not, no, no. The, the, yeah. You, you, if you would make chicken adjacent, beast would be still very, very powerful. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So, it, it does seem like just left is the, is the like conclusion. Yeah. We, which is just hilarious. Which is but, when yeah, you sorry. compare it to Macaw, still better. Because it doesn't it have to attack, McCall, and you get yeah, to choose yeah. which one it procs, which is insane. That is still better than Macaw. <laughs> we have just nerfed Chicken into Oblivion, and it is still better than Macaw. <laughs> That's so insane. Okay, okay, let's get off this Chicken round, but it's it's a good round. It's a fun round, but yeah, it's I like what oh. we explored here. That was that was yeah. good exploration. Right. Yeah. So all right, yeah. well. Beasts are still very good, but let's talk about some of the other compositions, you know. Sure. Let's um, see what that looks do like. Do we right? do yeah. we play undead? Is this something we do? Yeah, are we for undead? sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's a very, very easy comp now that they've made Moros, uh gives them attack. So right. when okay. when you so have you just go Moros and then Yeah. Moros, KT and KT, make a bunch right? of Moros. And then you just scale, right? And then you get a lot of stats. You get uh, you can even run double Titus just to pump up the perma stats, because uh, mm. the 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 KT killing the Moros in the com in the tavern phase gives you perma stats. 
Right. So that yeah, you can you can even run tie distribute just for that. You can even run uh, the Drakari spell just for that. So the KT would proc twice. So yeah, you can you can absolutely run an undead board that exists. But again, a lot of the time it turns into a phalanx board because that's better. Because <laughs> that's better, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can absolutely stack Moros. It's that's a lot of fun. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty safe. Yeah, so it, that's usually the straightforward constant to do better in terms of stats because yep. it's clear cut, right? You just do this and you're good to go. Just uh, make um, three golden Moros in the. Yeah. And then we talk about Nagas. I think Nagas are also, you know, somewhat straightforward since you have. Um, no, not straightforward at all. That's, they're uh, not. But, you disagree, huh? Yeah. You, you go Slither Spear? Is that not? Yeah, yeah. You go. Okay, so you go Slither Spear, but the way how you okay. play a Naga turn is play as many unique spells as possible while right. also and i guess that is not straightforward that's, that's not straightforward fair. that's and fair that's fair that's there's fair. planning okay. involved as well you want to set yourself up okay yeah, cool. you're, you're cool. like holding cool. a job sometimes. you're holding a, the, yeah, like yeah. a lot of that and right. board space like because a lot of the time you just end on a naga that has spellcraft but then you have to ditch mm -hmm. that naga the next turn right. you want a drakari you kind of want that dragon that makes spells as well you want the ignition specialist because the way how nagas work it's end of turn Ignition Specialist mm -hmm. is also end of turn, so you want to play either the Drakari spell every turn or you want to have an actual Drakari on your board. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of synergy, but then you need to figure out when am I selling that dragon? When is the time to go all in? You know, what is my flex slot? So, but tons of fun. Uh, Naga, from a pure enjoyment factor, is my favorite comp to play. But probably Super one fun. of the harder ones to play. Yes, well, yes, because yeah. it's, it's a very expensive comp. Like, what does your comp look like? You need a six drop Slitter Spear. Sometimes you want a six drop Initiate. You, uh, you need Drakari. You want usually. Syllabus, right? It's, it's basically. You want Syllabus, yes. You the, want syllabus the comp is well. all six and five stars, right? Apart well, I mean, maybe Lava Lurker if you're lucky, right? So we can have a two in there. Come on. Sure, sure. Give me that. Thrasher. Me that. Thrasher is a four star, right? So yeah, you can run Thrasher. Four, yeah, yeah. But all your engine pieces are fives and sixes. And sixes, yeah. So, so it's, it's harder to get. Yes, it's a very expensive um, and, composition. You need to be you on can six die, early. I would say. With yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Like, it's way risky. Yeah. I take it back. My initial straightforward line was so off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's... This is maybe the hardest comp. <laughs> it's it's up there. Pirates too. Pirates are also pretty rough right now. So. Yeah, 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 pirates are. Got to do a lot of quick thinking with the, all the shit popping in your hands. Like, you, you pirates, don't know what you have. I, I, I feel like don't always work. Like even if you have every like if you have everything, yeah, it'll work. But I feel like it's it's just as hard to set up, I, I guess, compared, compared yeah. to Nagas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I would say with Nagas, it's important to actually be on six. You have to be able to make that push because that's when you get Hamul, right? A spell generation. That's when you get a free divine shield. That's where you just oh look, I rolled into another Slitter Spear. Right? That that cannot happen when you're on five. So that a comp that needs to be on six to be in order to be played inherently brings more risks with it. So that I think that's 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 obvious. Are pirates like on five or do you also need to be on six? Pirates can be five for quite a while, yeah. for sure. Yeah. A lot of you your good need, is on um, five. The, sea, the seafarer. Seafarer, okay. but it's possible if you just have Tethys to not have Seafarer. But I'd say Bran mm. is universal because uh, Bran right. works yeah, you with Balladist. Sure. Right. Bran works with Balladist. Bran works with Cannoneer. Those are two very good bread and butter battle cries for pirates. Uh, and not to mention that Bran makes it very easy to spend cash. 
uh, Murasons, the Coin Naga, all of that, right? Especially now that you have the spell Discover a Battle Cry, that is very, very good. You can get that for free from your Seafarer. And then if you have a brand on your board, suddenly you're making a lot of money. So, yeah. The, uh, the, the tricky thing with pirates right now is because, and I, I touched on this last time, the Seafarer going from three to four. Three to four, yeah. It does not matter when you are fully operational and the cards are flying in and out of your hands the whole turn. Because when you are infinite, you are infinite, right? right. Buying a fourth yeah. card is not that big of a deal. But when you are not fully infinite yet, it hurts you a lot. That is where it's less likely to get the random armor spell to survive, less likely to randomly get the golden touch, which then gets you the Tethys, right? And then suddenly you are infinite. So it's that 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 hurts a lot. So Oh uh, yeah. you've brought what what do you feel about the armor spell now that we're like three weeks, four weeks into it? Uh, Is it like Yeah. You still you you less you have you like warmed up to it or is it like still like just a problematic <laughs> it's a lot better costing three i'll start with that it's a lot better okay. costing three i am very used to it now okay. so i don't necessarily have that oh this has to go feeling right anymore right uh, mm. i don't know if it's just you know me getting used to it or if it's just like you know what maybe this you know because we we didn't really know right it was just like this was the first time you could gain uh, gain health so the game changed in that you do take more uh at least i take more risk than before because that mm. that armor it's always in the back of your mind mm. if you're on 11 in your mind you're like that's salvageable i can go to 16 right. again <laughs> right like right. that's always on your mind so when you go to 10 that's when you're like oh shit <laughs> i can't sell like this is a uh, one life i can't I can't cheat my way out of this with the armor spell. So yeah, 11 or 10 is now a big deal when you get chunked. So, but good question. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, I guess my answer is that I've um, enjoyed playing with it. So, okay. That, currently... that is the most important, honestly, at the end of the day, most important yeah. rationale to have. And if you enjoy playing with it, then yeah, sure. We it, can... um, it it reduces the games where you were close to getting there, but then you died. And then you died, yeah. Yeah, so that helps. It's good to hear. I would, All right. Yeah, I I, I'll, I guess what I will do to round things up here is to I guess think about one or we're two not more. Done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're about we're about done, but I'm I'm more than happy to talk other stuff. So, what did you have in mind, Collins? We haven't even went through all the compositions, sir. Right. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to go through everything because, okay, well, I'll do it this. If it's not very relevant, I will go through it quickly because you should be playing it. So we'll start at the bottom. <laughs> Mech. <laughs> okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> so when Utility cool. Drone got buffed, I was like, you know what? That's a really big buff. This could be good. And. The thing is, yeah, if spells aren't in the game, that's a massive buff. It's too slow. It's too slow, right? The short answer is you're not making spells. (laughs) So uh, It's too slow when you compare it to spells. Yeah, yeah. Now, I I absolutely have seen first-place mech boards. It does happen because when you get Drakari, you run Utility Drone, you have Boxers, you have your guy that prints Magnetics, that still wins, but the like you said, it's too slow. So compare that to uh, a more meta comp. That meta comp will come online far, far 
safer, far, far quicker. So yeah. I'd say uh, mixed there. Let me let me order the types. Let me see. What do we have here? Quillbore's uh, at the bottom still. Quillbore. Oh, yeah, we can do it on that. This composition. What is the... Okay. Where do I sort this? Composition, you go to MR range, up 20, so we want to have current patch, I guess. You can also do seven days with current patches. Current patch is like a month. <laughs> All right. I'm probably... My my brain is like a little off. Anyways, I, I don't need to have it on screen. That's fine. I'll... Um... So yeah, when we oh, when it's we like um top you see the top next to heroes heroes minions compositions oh over there okay right sure we can we can do that yeah. so this is based on the top fifty top yeah you 20. can make it top twenty if you want it it won't change much to be fair so it, it doesn't well matter. pirates tier three is just i mean i get it why but that's why it's top 20 <laughs> but i mean yeah, yeah, for, yeah. The, it, for the purpose of the podcast six thousand six sixty yeah like, and, it's and not very accurate that's why you should feel good about your mmr by the way guys <laughs> right like six six thousand plus that's top 20 percent and i think that's top 20 percent HS replay, right? So that's probably even yeah, a so bigger even filter, higher. right? You're, you're you're even higher when it comes to total population um, or total player base, right? So uh, tier four, they have Quillbore. I think that's fair, just because there is no inherent Quillbore spell they, generation. We there see is, it. there is, right? There's the one where you you lose a, a a gem to get a spell. No, you lose a gem to get four gold, or you lose a gem to get three gems. Isn't That's there one that gives you a spell? No. There's not? No. I've been lied to. Oh, okay. Unless I have a massive brain fart, so chat. Never mind. Me. I know. <laughs> we, will, we, will, we will trust. Right, right. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> but that's, the, uh, that, that's a big part of it. Also, to, to play Quillbore efficiently, you kind of need to stay on tier three. And right, then you need, right. to, need to hope that you triple into a Rylak. But then yeah. beasts are in. So what the hell are you doing? Being on tier three, you want spore bat. So it like it doesn't make sense to do that, right? So again, can you win? Anytime with you want to play Crowbars, beasts will beat your butt. <laughs> yeah, and if beasts are in, you don't have Rylak to <laughs> repeatedly scale your gems. So then it's yeah. not very good. So again, right? You can. They live in the win. same dormitory as beasts, and the beasts are just bigger. <laughs> they just beat them up every time. Yep. Every time, steal their lunch money. <laughs> They do oh, steal yeah. the lunch. They do like stealing lunch money. Mm. All right. So uh, then HS replay has pirates, but we've already covered that. That I don't yeah. agree that it's that low. I, I would say pirates is like at least top four, probably but, top but three. But I, I would agree in that it's very complicated to do. Well, yes. And because of that, people die. You much. die. Like I think yeah. a lot of pirates uh, enthusiasts <laughs> that are you know getting used to playing pirates, it's. Time to just sell my board, and this is where I play the two four two peggies, and now I start my turn, and oh fuck, I got hit for fifteen. Now I'm dead. It's yeah. the transition is difficult to understand what piece can get sold and when. It's it's actually difficult. Like sometimes when I play a pirate game and I die, I'm like, ah, oh, I played that so bad, and then I look at it, nah, I played that pretty well. It's just really hard to do. <laughs> it's, it's actually just all right. So, uh, I mean, it makes sense to me then that it yeah, its win rate is lower than in normal. in terms of practical application right like tested in the field i think it's fair i think for most people let's say you just care about mmr um 
yeah, playing pirates is is going to be tricky. I think for the long run, it's a good investment, right? If you want to become mm -hmm. a top tier player, you need to know how. You to don't play need pirates. pirates, to be fair. I've I've done <laughs> it without pirates. Let's let's be honest. Have you uh, really done everything without pirates? No, I can play pirates for sure. It's just like I I only play pirates if they force feed it to me. Yeah, you know I mean? but you need it, to know how to be. I mean, but I, yeah, I know how to do it. But it's, okay, it's like I lean towards other stuff. I get fun. that. I get that. Okay. You can lean away from it, but okay, you whatever. You don't learn everything if you play five a, a thousand. Exactly. Games, like exactly. <laughs> so basically, my 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 point, right? My point was, if you just want to climb right now don't play pirates at all but if you want to learn and get better right long-term strategy you should play everything right yeah sure. okay so murloc also basically the same problem they do not generate any spells there are situations where you get scourfin scourfin i think can carry you hard enough where you can play murloc so you get an early enough scourfin pair even that keeps you healthy then you find bream uh now that you have the three drop murloc that pulls from the hand and it can pull anything that's big support so on tier three you can find both the scourfin and the uh whatever it's called that's how much diremark yeah diremark forager so you have diremark forager and scourfin on tier three so they work quite well together and then eventually you hope to transition into having a bream in your hand and you trade your scour you trade your uh diremark for a base skill and and that that comps that works but again right you need to hit the scour fins early you then need to have the dire marked and transition into the base skill transition into the other one and and no spell generation so pretty it's normal that it doesn't do too well yeah sounds sounds complicated i see demons lower in tier two here and i i would put demons up quite, quite a bit higher right. yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I think they're quite straightforward. It's um, but essentially yeah. the lower what's happening is people are dying, you know, like so that that's usually what's causing the drops. People are dying. So apparently you're dying with demons, you know. Does that make sense to you or no? Like, why? How are I, they dying? I this think the, the issue with demons is that juggling board space is actually tough. Because you would want double Bizarre Dealer, you would want double Malkazar, you would want double Floating Watcher. I'm pretty sure people are still picking Tichondrius at some point. I don't bother with that anymore. There's also a version where you just buff your shop like crazy and then you play Urzul. Uh, at some point, you're going to kick your Weaver. So I, I think the issue... The Urzul, that... the Urzul Felbat seems to be the winning version. Yeah, I don't even mess with Felbat too much. Uh, the way how I play, sure. but right, you just get one big Urzu and you play the, the yeah, cultist. yeah. I think the strongest way to play demons is with Bran because what you do with Bran is you have an Urzu, you will get the uh, percussionist that will discover more demons. So, first of all, if you have an Urzu on the board, that's a bunch of free eats you're getting, but right. you're also randomly getting Felemental, and that's how you're mm -hmm. making your shop bigger. You are discovering a Mechadraxus from that thing sometimes, and then you're right. playing Mechadraxus with the Bran, and then that's Demon, 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 and your Urzel just goes like nom, nom, nom. So you can eat way more in one turn 
with a brand and a felt bad. Then <laughs> a felt bad, yeah. I see. If you are playing Urzel, especially if you have an Urzel pair, it's not even close. Like the, the brand, yeah, the brand sense. is way better than Felbad. So and and you get all the other benefits of having a brand. So you roll the panda that discovers a spell. You can get two spells, right? You are running a Murazond. You can do that. You can pull some free shit. You get a buddy, right? You get Zephyrus. Now you have a brand. You get the Phelan buddy that gives you a bunch of cards in your hand. Yada, 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 yada. But, you don't even yeah. need Soul Rewinder for that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, percussionist for, hurts. For, so for percussionist, yeah. <laughs> you want to keep it. It also means that you can just run, uh, especially if you can golden the uh, uh, Bazaar Dealer. That's really good because that's some kind of spell generation, right? You're not really generating it but you're buying it for free so i think that's also the tricky thing that a lot of people they don't know which spell to buy when that's pretty difficult when you're playing demons you want to because when you have 10 gold to roll with you mm -hmm. have a very high um standard of what you're going to buy and then every time you roll and your gold becomes less and less and less you're going to lower your standard so basically when you're on tier five and you start rolling you want to buy Golden Touch, you want to buy Buddy, you want to buy Discover a Demon and not much else. Because <laughs> those are like the really expensive good things on five. But if you have four gold left and you start rolling, you might say, mm, let me just take this like make a battle cry guy, right? Let me just buy that, it's fine. So that that's a pretty tricky thing that you have to do with demons. So while demons are inherently pretty straightforward i think in the spell meta especially with i don't think a lot of people will play it with bran so especially when you play it with bran it's it's very it's a lot of decision making every turn because mm. i don't even run cultist anymore just because people will run bramble witch against you now if bramble witch isn't in yeah just farm up make a big taunt and then resummon it with cultist but if Bramble Witch is in, I just use Pants on the Urzel to untaunt it, and I just taunt the brand or something and like have fun using Bramble Witch on my brand. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. fun. That's a lot of, that's yeah. why I said spells are fun. <laughs> they they made demons interesting. Crazy, right? <laughs> demons used to be so boring, but now now I have a lot a lot of fun playing with brand. <laughs> all right um, and then elementals i think and dragons right. you, yeah. you hate dragons for some reason no 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 i like playing with dragons but i mean compared they to all win i hear compared to all the death rattle shit they're slow <laughs> so uh, elementals i will say that i just don't play very often i think even i even, do yeah I play more elementals okay than sure you talk about <laughs> elementals in this meta than colors <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'll let you have that, Joe. All right, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I think for the most part, the okay. So what I can do is tell you guys like what works really, really well, right? So an untaunted master of realities. Yes. So you get master of realities and you untaunt it with the pants. That's important because if master of realities is in, Bramble, which is also in, those two are always in the same lobby. So. When you have Master of Realities, you get the uh, the Drake that grows one attack per card played. That's that's very big distinction because it means every spell you play, every gem you play, coins and all that counts it's, as it's Sandstorm, right? Yeah, Sandstone Drake. Yeah. Then you get Whelp Smuggler as well because 
every time that sandstone drake gets one attack, that whelp smuggler gives it one additional health. And that is a separate Master of Realities proc. So a very, very basic but very effective elemental board is Master of Realities, Sandstone Drake, Whelp Smuggler, and then copies of those if you can. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's <laughs> very straightforward. And then you get a lot of um, you get a lot of value. Your Master of Realities turns into a 400, 400, 600, 600. Very yeah, routine. Pretty quickly. Yeah. It gets really silly. So if you can fit a brand with that, great. Or you might want a genie, or you might get a rock rock or something. But th those are your core cards when you're doing the elemental stuff. And then, yes, uh, I believe the one we haven't touched on is dragons, right? Mm -hmm. For dragons, this, this is a very common thing I see. So we, we touched on this, I think, one or two podcasts ago. The early game does not really matter that much. So when, when people think dragons, a lot of the time they think Whelp Smuggler and Nether Drake and just like, oh, I'll just start buffing my dragons and then I'll upgrade it into an even better dragon board. No, unlikely. <laughs> what, what is more likely to happen is that you got Bram to work. So let's say you have Bram and you tripled into a Warpwing and then suddenly you have a way to use Dracoseth attack tokens on your Warpwing and you can generate more cash off your brand and then you buy the guy that makes tavern spells and then you do a golden touch and then that triple gives you a Kali and now you are suddenly, okay, now I can play dragons, right? Now you're, even that, one Caligos and one brand is so slow if you're buying every battle cry. Like dragons are actually fairly difficult in, uh, it's, it's similar to that, what I explained with the Bizarre Dealer, uh, but not quite the same. So with Dragons, I will be extremely picky on what battle cry I buy. I don't buy jugs. I don't buy random bullshit. I buy things that either buff really well. So you can have the dragon that buffs all your dragons plus two one. Mm. Uh, but for the most part, I will just roll for Mirazont, Dracoseth, the guy that makes spells, the guy that makes coins. Anything that's free is a free buff, right? So that's that's fantastic. And because you're playing brand Caligos, at least minimum one Caligos, you're getting um, two triggers or more. So the re why do you do that? Why do you roll so aggressive for the really premium stuff? It's because that's how you find your second Cali. That's how you find your third Cali. That's how you find your golden brand, right? Because once you have that, that's when dragons are truly competitive. You need to have like double Kali brand, I would say at a minimum. And you are always trying to push for golden brand. So get a new hero power for a Reno or just uh, buy the second and then the third brand. Get a buddy. Buddy also works because you can get some insane battle cries. Zephyrus, you can get Phelan, Nathanos for your warp wings, right? You're just like, even if you have to eat a Kali, right? Kali is the only big guy you have. That's totally fine. Make two huge uh, warping chunkers, uh, but that—that's I would say the most crucial skill set when you are playing dragons is the ability to skip all the random uh, battle cries. Uh, so there's a question in chat, top tier. So I'm guessing that's referring to the uh, the the quality of the battle cry. And again, right? So you are essentially, if it doesn't make me money, 
it needs to be a very, very good battle cry. So, and, and it's also a process for me, right? I also I always try to update that a little bit. I have my own little... Um, cheat sheet, mental cheat sheet. Yeah, I hear yeah, right? It's like that little thing that's like good enough, not good enough. And that list can get updated. So right now I am still buying the, the tier three dragon that gives plus two, one to all dragons, just because you get that twice. Because I mean, first of all, if I don't have a brand, I'm not buying anything. <laughs> Fuck that, right? Like <laughs> one Caligos? I'm oh, dying. No way, right? Like one Caligos? Good fucking luck. I'm not even buying that dragon that gives plus two one because I don't give a shit. That's that's two gold invested. Like no way. Um, so, th but that's why dragons are really tough to play because if I tell you that you have a Caligos and you are skipping pretty much every battle cry you see, you're like, well, how do I play dragons then? Like, you get Bram. That's the first thing on your checklist. Like, you're going to be dead in two turns. Like, if, you, if you're just of one Caligos and you just buy battle cries, you're dead in two turns. Like, even Shao Collector and stuff is like, maybe, depending on your gold, but you're probably just rolling. Um, so that's, that's the main skill. I think if you can get good at that, you're going to get a lot better dragon games because you're going to see so many more shops and the chance that you get... Drakasath, Murasong. Yeah, you do have to be on Golden six, Grand. though. You are pushing to six. Like, if you are on tier five with one brand and one Kelly, you are rolling aggressively for the really good uh, battle cries because it can give you the panda that makes tavern spells. You can still get Buddy. You can still get Murasong. You can still get Drakasath. Especially if you have Smolderer on your board. That's the tier four dragon that makes a whelp. The uh, one Smolder proc plus Bran Drakasath is a six drop. So you can play dragons on five, but that is because you're not strong enough to go to six and because you need to stabilize. But you are still rolling for premium economy. Like if you're on tier five, you are not buying a jug with one Caligos and a Bran. Fuck that. Right? That's, that's, that's death to translator. <laughs> right? Like that's because you're wasting your money. You are not seeing enough shops. You are not rolling for the premium. Uh, premium battle. But what if I don't do that? I die now. Yeah, that that's know. that's something you have to. That's a mental hurdle you need to get over because it it sucks to say ah. But if I bought the battle cry, maybe I would have lived. It's like maybe you would have lived this turn, but you you definitely dead the turn after. Uh, let's give me one second. Well, I'd rather <laughs> live this turn than die now. Yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah. But that's that, judged by. Let's that, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boone, thank you for the two months. Welcome back. Sorry, I have my alerts off. And Sauron, thank you so much for the rate. Hope you had a great stream. Welcome, guys. Um, but no, that that that's sort of a larger thing, you know. I guess to yeah, to, that, yeah, to we're getting into like actual meta, yeah, like but mindset. I will finish. I will finish that thought because I don't think we want to tease okay. the audience, right? Sure, but so sure, sure. Being able to think about your average placement. That's a really good skill to have. So it's it's similar in other games where you are constantly doing risk management. I suppose poker being a great example where, yes, you can look results-oriented at, oh, I lost this hand, therefore I made the wrong play. But if you made a decision that you know 85% of the time you would have had a good outcome, then you should make that decision instead of the one that, in you know with hindsight, would have allowed you to uh, survive in the situation, but it was a bad decision on average. But that's obviously difficult because you need to have sample size, you need to have an understanding, right? Of, of Obviously there's 
certain uh, tools that can help you understand that faster, like you can watch streamers, right? And you can see, oh, they're skipping that, right? Okay, they're skipping that in this situation. So like, that, like when you are watching a streamer, what they are not buying is as important as what they are buying. So try, try to true. take a mental note of that. When you see a shop and a, like this happens a lot, somebody looks at my chat and they're like, I can't believe you rolled past that. But it's because you, it's not good enough, right? There is this threshold of a card needs to meet a certain level of what it does for my board. Otherwise, I won't buy it. And the fear that a lot of people have is, but what if I skip it and I don't roll something better, right? That Because you feel Sometimes like... Sometimes that happens. You know? Yeah, like, you feel like you fucked up. You feel like, oh, no, I was too greedy. It's like, no, you made a decision that on average was going to work out. It just did not this time. So that that's the thing. So anyways, I'm not going to go too in-depth, but that that's sort of closing that loop, finishing that thought. That's, uh, yeah, I, I'm passionate about the game. I like talking about it. <laughs> Fair. All right. Good. I think that, we've covered Yeah, that was more. a fun one. Yeah, fun now, we're, now we're there. We're at the <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, we're not done yet. I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're not done yet, yeah. That's we're good. Not, that's, we weren't done. And now, we, now I feel satisfied. We were not. I'm glad that you pulled that last bit out of us. That was good. All right. Let's uh, All right. let's send us off then. Wind it down. Yeah, yeah. Collins. We'll say the say the final. Do the thing. Say the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... Vart, say the line. Yeah, All right. Thank exactly. you guys for joining us here. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, to the uh, X. All that stuff. And uh, I don't have the line, honestly. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you the next one. That kind of thing. Bye, everybody.